He is more than you could ever need. He's more than the eye could see. I don't deserve his love, but he's always been there for me. You see, Jesus met me when I was at my lowest. And if you don't know Jesus, know this. He is the greatest example of generosity this world of greed has ever seen. And when Jesus hit the scene, he changed the scenery and met diversity with serenity. If you're looking for peace, he offers plenty. Jesus was and Jesus will forever be king. And when the angels sing, they sing of the grace that was displayed for sinners like me. I can't explain him and I can't describe him. And if I could, he wouldn't be Jesus because you can't explain eternity and you can't comprehend the galaxies. But it was the loving hands of Jesus who spun them into existence and created man knowing he would go to the cross to pay our sentence. There was a certificate of judgment with a period after the sentence and we were sentenced to death long before he said it is finished. He is a father to the orphan, a shelter for the homeless, a hiding place for the abused and an anchor for our storms. He stormed the gates of hell and came out on top and the power of his gospel cannot be stopped. Even when the world tries, and they try a lot. He traded places with Barabbas and became the catalyst of missions across the world covering every portion of the atlas. If you're in need of rest, I know of a mattress. If you don't know Jesus, your future is tragic, but he gladly embraced tragedy so we could live in his presence of majesty. His presence is presence, and it's his presence that presents preciousness to a world of peasants. He is far from pretentious, but still loves those who are. He is the light of the world and hung the stars. He brings the dead to life and delivers life to the dead. He took a crown of thorns on his head so we could put crowns at his feet, and I can't wait until I get to kiss his feet that were nailed to a cross for me and for you and for every person around the world. He loves the world and I love his word because the word became flesh and in his flesh he demonstrated the word to the world. He is an example to every boy and every girl. He is a lover of black people. He is a lover of white people. He is a lover of the unchurched and the assembly under the steeple. He doesn't see the believers' failures but still takes time to celebrate their faithfulness. It's the power of the spirit that enables us and gives us boldness when the world labels us. And if you want to label me, please call me a Jesus freak. If that freaks you out, good. Because it's better to be good with God than to fight being misunderstood by a world that could never understand. So let it be understood that I don't worship man. We worship Jesus. And although he doesn't need us, he still sees us and pleads with us to run to the cross where he bled for us. His heart bleeds for us. His heart grieves for us. But still graciously grants us a pardon for our treason in a season where the world tries to explain away the work of the Spirit with human reasoning. There is a reason they can't. Because the Spirit is like the wind and the wind cannot be seen. But loved is the one who believes without seeing the unseen. I'm telling you today that Jesus is something. He's something more. He's something great. And if you want to know him, you don't have to wait. He stands at the narrow path with a key to the gate, and you only have to reach out and embrace his grace. I don't care who's president. I have a king who is always present. I don't care who holds musical celebrity. The voice of the Lord will always be the sweetest melody. I don't care who owns the riches of the globe. My Jesus holds more wealth than one ruby on his robe. I don't care who is the strongest or the fastest. Nothing matches the creator of the universe and his immortal, infinite status. I don't care about religious leaders who died and stayed dead. I'll only worship the one who conquered death and wears a crown on his head. His name is Jesus, and I'm telling you, he's something. He was faithful yesterday, and he is faithful today. I can feel his presence whenever I pray. And when the time comes for me to fade away, I'll remember the day I heard him say, My name is Jesus. How many of you know who Jesus is? 
How many of you know that Jesus is the one that sets us free? How many of you know that Jesus is the one that redeems us? How many of you know that Jesus is the one that paid the ultimate price so that you and I can sit here today or stand here today, lift our hands up, and be in complete and total freedom because of Jesus? Amen. Amen. Hello, Life Center. What a day. What a day. The worship team sounds amazing. It's just an incredible day that we get to spend worshiping our Creator. And, and I, I, the, the purpose... Just so you don't misunderstand, the purpose for today is singular, and that is so that we can express our gratitude to a King of kings and Lord of lords who chose to take on flesh and become, like he said, the word that lived so that we could understand in the world, so that we could understand his word. What an amazing, amazing uh, example of love lived out in action when Jesus came so that you and I could be set free. And the reason why we worship here is because there are hearts that have been redeemed in this house. There are people that are free, free from addiction, free from pain, free from sin, free from bondage, free from, from guilt and shame, free to go to bed at night in peace knowing that he has taken my sins and redeemed me, free to live a blessed life. Right? Free to live. It's a choice of freedom that we get to enjoy because Jesus paid that price for us. And if you're new to the Life Center, this is your first time to be here, come on, let's give it up. Thank you for being with us today as one of our guests. And I just want you to, I'm Pastor Andrew, I'm one of the pastors here, Pastor Scott's the lead pastor here, and you've seen our worship team, and we're easy to identify, we're wearing our, we're wearing our colors of the day, <laughs> right? And we'll talk about that in just a second so you understand why we're all wearing the same shirt. It's not because we all shop at the same store, right? It's because we have a common denominator, and he is Jesus, all right, and we want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to get to know him, which I want you to understand why we exist. The reason why the Life Center exists is because we want people to know Christ, plain and simple. We're not a complicated people, fortunately. <laughs> We're not a complicated church. We just we love people, and we want people to know Jesus. That's why we're doing what we're doing today. And at the end of today, we're going to celebrate. We're going to have some fun out in the parking lot. And it's all because we want people to know Jesus, right? So if you're trying to understand, if you maybe this is your first time to come to church, maybe you've been to church before, maybe you've experienced Christ before, maybe, maybe your life has taken a turn and you're realizing that, you know, I think I would like to get back to that. Maybe someone invited you. Maybe, someone, maybe you've seen someone's life that's taken a change and they're blaming it on Jesus. Positive change. I should probably add that in there. And if that's why you're here today, you've come to the right place. Not that there's anything special about these walls and a half a wall out front. <laughs> but because the people that are here have experienced the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. And once you've experienced the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, it's hard not to share it. Would you agree with that? It's hard not to share. It's hard not to make a space for people that don't know Christ that can, can come and find him. And so today I want you to understand that that is why we're here. We're here that you can know Christ. And the second thing we're here for is so that you can find freedom. There is nothing better in life than to live in freedom. Right, right. Uh, my dad's up visiting me and he brought with him on this trip my grandfather's flag. My, my grandfather, I've told his story here before, he was shot in World War II. He survived the wound but he died an early death because of the wound. But he gave me last night the flag that was folded 40 years ago and given to my grandmother. And in that, in that box, there's a purple heart. There's a couple of other medals. And I was looking at those things, and I'm probably going to choke up. 
I saw my grandfather last when I was maybe five. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> but last night when I was looking at those medals and I was looking at that flag, my dad said, I wonder, I wonder what Papa felt like when they pinned that label on his, that medal on his chest. And I realized that freedom, we use it loosely in this country because every one of us has been born free. In fact, we could go back several generations and never know slavery. Maybe in your lineage you can go back a few generations and find slavery. And I can tell you this, it's sweeter to that person than it is to you and I. Because there is, to really know freedom is to know bondage and to be set free from bondage. And so when we talk about wanting people to find Christ, it's for the simple purpose so that you can find freedom. Because when you get to live in freedom, and I'm not talking about freedom from physical bondage. Maybe that is part of it. But freedom from spiritual bondage. Freedom in a way that you can't earn it on your own. Freedom in a way that you can't do something, a deed or an act that will get it for you. But knowing that someone who was perfect, who was sinless, was willing to lay down his life so that he could give you freedom. So that you could live a blessed life. That is really where it's at. That is really where it's at. And the beautiful thing is he doesn't save you just so that you can say, I'm saved. He doesn't give you freedom just so that you can live happy and live a blessed life. But he does that to you so that you can discover the purpose that he created in you. Because every single one of us in this room today that is alive has a God-ordained purpose that he wove into our DNA when he created us. You may not have known Christ before. Your parents may not have known Christ. But I can assure you that he made you with something unique inside of you that is just waiting to get out. And we're here to help you find a way to identify what that is so that you can be a part of God's plan for your life. There's nothing greater to live free than to know you're living on purpose. Right? And finally, so that we can make a difference. Everybody that's wearing one of these gray shirts that says Dream Team, they went through a thing called Growth Track. And they believe in our mission here. They believe in what God has called us to do. They believe in what God has called them to do. And so they chose to take this path and say, you know what? God has set me free. I do understand that I am living in freedom and living a blessed life. I do realize that I have a purpose and God has created me for a unique purpose and I'm going to live that out. And so they are making a difference. Every weekend that we gather here, there are kids upstairs right now. If you brought a kid, they're upstairs and you're enjoying your moments without the child. There's somebody up there that's got that child, so remember that. <laughs> Lovely little Susan is being taken care of. Maybe they have a bad case of the terrible two. Somebody's loving them up there, and you got a break. But those guys up there are wearing shirts just like this, and they're having their own encounter upstairs taking care of our kids so that you can worship God down here and know that they're in a safe place. People choosing to make a difference. We live our life in freedom so that we can help someone else find freedom because we live on purpose. And we want you to experience that as well. I am super, super pumped and thrilled that you chose to be with us today at Encounter. And I hope today that before you leave, wherever you are in your walk with God, I hope that you take today as a moment to reconnect and encounter Jesus Christ. Because the reason why we're here is so that people can know Christ, so that people can find freedom, so that people can discover their purpose, and so that everyone can make a difference. We are called 
to be salt and light. You can read it in the Gospels. Jesus talking, he says, you are called to be salt to the earth. What does salt do? Well, if you cook without it, you'll find out real quick what it does. Salt changes the flavor. What does light do? It dispels darkness. So you can't live in a little cave and profess to be a Christian and no one know it, can you? Because once you experience Jesus Christ, you are destined to change your world. You are destined to add salt, You're maybe a little pepper. <laughs> you're destined to, to, to shine light into darkness, but you're destined to make a difference. Look at your neighbor and say, you're a difference maker. <laughs>